0: By the following program, are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station or the Webster Rock Hill Ministries, its management, or other host or underwriting sponsors. Programs presented on KWRHLP are for educational and entertainment purposes only. Views which are presented are for educational purposes only and are not intended to treat, diagnose, or claim any cure of disease or condition. Welcome to the Aging Answers Show, where we discuss tips, trends, and topics for the 65-plus crowd. I'm Gina March of the Mary Culver Home for Visually Impaired Women, located in downtown Kirkwood. We've been caring for elderly, visually impaired women since 1866. Today, my guest is Wilma Schmitz with Claim. Claim. Um, do you have a, is that the name of the business? Or
1: It's the name of the organization. It's, right. it's a acronym.
0: Okay, yes, mm-hmm. I saw the acronym. Community
1: Leaders Assisting the Insured of Missouri. Yes. So tell us what that is. Well, CLAIM is part of a network of state health insurance assistance programs throughout the U.S. And we're known as SHIPS. So um, Claim has been around since 93 and that's, they chose that name so it would stand out and it's stuck. Well, yeah, I mean, especially since insurance claims, I'm, right? Yes, so, yes, yeah. it gets us in trouble sometimes because people think we're insurance company uh-huh. and we're not.
0: <laughs> yeah, I read that, that you, um, Actually take no sides when it comes to insurance, right? Correct. Of what providers that you just help people navigate
1: Mm -hmm. the process, right? Correct, yes. It's a complicated process, and we can put the pieces together for someone, especially those that have no clue what Medicare is all about. And it can be overwhelming. So when we have, there are 10,000 Americans every day, Turning sixty-five, and the highest number of uh, people that will become sixty-five will be in three years. So in nineteen fifty-six and fifty-seven, a record number of births were—that was the highest number of births that year. Yeah, in the entire world, that one year. Wow. And I'm
0: right behind it. I was born in 58. So I'm right
1: on their tail. Yes. And and I was born in 57. So um, we all know that um, what we have in store for us. And that's one reason that Social Security has moved the retirement, full retirement age back. For us, it will be 66 and a half to 67. So that's when people tend to Grab their chest and go, No! Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, well,
1: so tell us what Claim does. Well, Claim is primarily volunteers that are trained by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid and also the State um, Health Insurance Group. We train volunteers to help individuals that are on Medicare and their families understand Medicare. So if a person is about to turn 65, they get a, a basically a greeting from Medicare and they receive their Medicare card. So then it's time for them to make some decisions. And we're there to help them through the process. And they can choose, there's a myriad of um, of insurances that they can they can enroll in. They can either become a member of a uh, supplement, buy a supplement for their insurance, which fills the gap between what Medicare will cover and what they would be responsible for. So that's called Medicare supplement plan. So they would have to. They would have lower co-pays uh, lower deduct, um, deductibles and things of that nature. So that's the first plans that came out after Medicare came out in 65. Now we have managed care and you can choose if you wanted to go with a managed care plan, it could either be a HMO or a PPO. And they have advantages and disadvantages. So that's what our counselors do. They sit down and they bring everything out and try not to overwhelm the person. And then we they talk about what the options are. And now we're about to enter the open enrollment period. Right. When does that begin? October 15th. Okay. And it runs through December 7th. And that's when, that's the prime time that people that are on Medicare should review what they have already and see, eh, decide, well, this worked good for me this year. Look at what the, uh, if their doctors are going to be on the plan and if their medications are going to be covered at what level. So it gets kind of complicated, and for a long time we used the jigsaw analogy, and we help put those pieces together. And we, and now we use a chain, so we say we can put those pieces so the chain works for you. Good analogy of it. Yes, I think they did a good job. Yes, they
0: did. So um, since I fortunately have not entered the Medicare world yet, um, I think you can only sign up for Medicare during that time, right? If you miss that gap, that I mean, that, that
1: time span, you're stuck. Is that how it well, works? Well, if you're about to enter the world, the age of Medicare, you actually have three months before you turn 65, the month you turn 65, and three months afterwards. Oh. to sign up for Medicare and parts of Medicare are no additional costs. So Medicare has part a that takes care of hospitals, um, services 80% and you're responsible for 20%. So that's where the insurances come in. Then you, um, there's Medicare part B, which is optional and you can choose to uh, sign up for it or not. And most people sign up for it because it takes care of doctors and and outpatient services, 80%. And then insurances uh, take care of the other with deductibles and co-pays and all that. Now, when you talk about
0: insurances, now we're talking about private companies, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, yes. Okay. So Medicare is public. It's a federal program. Um, The insurance companies are private, for profit. And they sell insurance to individuals, depending on what the individual wants, can afford, and their doctors, and now medications, in some cases, Okay. You
0: look baffled already. I am baffled. (laughs) I am. Because I have a feeling there's not just an A and a B.
1: That is true. That is true. Okay. Medicare Part C that you never hear about is actually the managed care plan. So those are the plans that the government, um, the insurance companies actually went to the government and said, okay, We can give these services that take care of Part A and Part B. We're going to roll them up together. We're going to throw some other services in, such as hearing, dental, vision. And now um, some of them actually add other services, like Silver Sneakers is a big one. And they roll all that together. They have a network of doctors, hospitals, and services that go along with that plan. And it's massaged in such a way that it's a lower out-of-pocket costs than some of the supplemental plans. So that's Medicare Part C. I mean, you know, I have never, Like you said, I have never heard of C because I hear, I watch the commercials all the time. Oh, you you can't help but see them. Yeah. 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 So why don't we hear about C? What you hear is about managed care. All those commercials. And now you will look at those commercials differently and you will hear Medicare Advantage plan. I have heard that. That is C. Yeah. Oh, so it's not on the Medicare card. And that's why we don't see C out there. Because again, it's through private insurances that have paid and, and buy services from Medicare. Okay. Okay, and then there's one more letter. D, right? D. D, D for <laughs> drugs. Drugs, yeah. yeah. And with Medicare Part D, that is the newest of the components of Medicare. And it um, covers medications that you would go to your pharmacy that takes your plan and um, you have tiers of drugs. So it gets, again, it can get complicated. Oh,
0: my. Are they going to come out with an E and an F eventually?
1: There are letters there, but not Medicare letters. And oh. I'll explain that in a little bit, okay? Okay, maybe that's uh, after the break, huh? You got it, okay.
0: Okay, so um, I saw that, not, I read here that Primaris yes. Foundation, yes, a nonprofit organization provides the services for mm-hmm. claim. Yes. So, because when I saw your email... It had a Primaris dot .org. org on it. Yes. So so tell me how all that works.
1: Well, Primaris is a not for profit, and we receive um, funding from the Department of Commerce and Insurance here in Missouri, and uh, through and also through the federal. And so, Missouri chose to have a not for profit. Run their state health insurance assistance program, and that's the program called Claim. Okay. Okay. So we're a program of the Primaris Foundation, and the foundation also runs a couple of other programs.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's a good
1: thing, right? It's that a, a nonprofit wonder- does it. Yes. Yes. And and in my career, I've worked for very few for profits, and I I prefer personally to work for a not-for-profit yeah i agree i work for a non for profit too
0: yeah please uh don't go away because we're going to continue our discussion with wilma schmitz of claim uh when we come back you're listening to the aging Answers show and i'm your host gina march of the mary culver home for visually impaired women we'll see you soon I'm Gina March of the Mary Culver Home for Visually Impaired Women, located at 221 West Washington in downtown Kirkwood. We've been caring for elderly, visually impaired women for 153 years. We've been having a great and complex conversation with Wilma Schmitz of CLAIM, which stands for Community Leaders Assisting the Insured of Missouri. So you were just telling me before the break that um, you started as a volunteer mm-hmm. for Claim. Yes. How many volunteers work for Claim we or, or
1: volunteer for Claim? With you, we have statewide, we have about 300 volunteers. Some are community leaders that um, have decided that they want to do this as a giving back to the community. And so they go through classes um, and learn all the ins and outs of Medicare, and then they go out and help people. So we have people that are in various locations that are volunteers, strict volunteers, community volunteers, so at hospitals like BJC. We have the Oasis, our institute is a partner. We have um, volunteers at Mercy South, formerly known as St. Anthony's. We have a fantastic volunteer that is a pharmacist at Mercy hospital, the big mercy. So we have, um, people at Barnes, Barnes West Christian hospital, trying to think of all the hospitals. And then we have volunteers at, um, libraries. We have a volunteer at the university city library, Um, We have volunteers at the County Older residents Program. And then we have professionals that do this as part of their job. So we have people at the Area Agencies on Aging that volunteer that are working in-kind volunteers. We have um, housing facilities, um, HUD housing facilities, Lutheran Senior Services is a partner. We have... um, one, our our very first in this area of the federally qualified health centers is also a new partner of ours, Family Care Health Center. So, I have a bias because I'm on the board there. So, that's <laughs> okay. Uh, it's okay. It, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, but we have a volunteer that's there, an in-kind paid professional that does the uh, Medicare counseling. For us, and it um, so that's a good good uh, relationship that's starting, and we we have funders that have helped us through the years, and the Missouri Foundation for Health is one of them. So, and I have a bias there. I tell people up front, I have connections with a lot of organizations as a volunteer. So, yeah. 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 So, what does it take to be
0: a volunteer?
1: Well, with claim, we have classes. It's a three day, five hour, no, it's more than six hours class, where you learn all the, the history of Medicare, all the letters of Medicare, all about supplemental insurance, how to help people with, um, enrolling and reviewing which we're about to do. And sometimes you have to do appeals and we can help people with with getting them started on that. And then we have programs. There are programs in the state that can help people pay for their Medicare. And um, Medicaid is just one of the programs. So there's Medicare savings programs that we actually help people with as well. Okay, um, so,
0: How many volunteers are probably here in St. Louis?
1: Well, we're about to have our volunteer recognition on Friday. And I've had to cap that at 40. And there's probably about 40 more that um, can't make it. And I cover seven counties. So um, Franklin, oh, here we go. Franklin, Jefferson, Warren, Washington, Washington. St. Charles, St. Louis, and St. Louis County, and I think I'm missing one. Lincoln, yes. So
0: you go to people's homes and work with them that way? No, or do you no. meet them in a library? Or We
1: meet in libraries. Okay. Um, we have um, libraries, uh, city halls. Um, one of the things that I will be doing uh, with this position is having more sponsors and more partners, community partners. So, uh, I was in Potosi a couple of weeks ago and they're, um, interested in working with us because our population in Missouri is relatively high when it comes to older adults. Mm. And so if, if nationwide 10,000 people a day are becoming eligible for Medicare, and Missouri is is you know one oh, of those states. that yeah. So that's what I'm doing is is going out and we have um, religious organizations that have been partners with us because they're a community hub, and so we work and have volunteers there. And there's criteria for uh, becoming a partner. So private space, internet access. That those types of things. Mm-hmm. And then we have volunteers in the community that volunteer their time to come, go to that place and help people. Okay.
0: So is it one-on-one help, or do they also give presentations
1: to I, groups? or Yes, both. We have primarily the counseling is one-on-one. Then we have, um, group sessions of, well, presentations, and that's what I do a lot. Um, today I was, um, in South County giving a presentation and explaining tomorrow I will be at the community college in Mer at Merrimack teaching Mer- Medicare one Oh one. So I do that a lot. And then our volunteers go to health fairs and community fairs so that they, we can get the word out because a lot of people have never heard of Claim.
0: Well, and I was one of them. <laughs> I, and I was just going to ask you how you get the word out
1: because it's an important word to get out. Right, right. And that's, that's what I do is I go out, um, I meet with people, I meet with organizations so that I can explain to them what is available. And the beautiful part about working with claim is that we don't sell insurance. So we have unbiased information at all times, and we get our information straight from the federal government and the state. So, for example, today I got the new Medicare and You book, which every person on Medicare gets once a year. It's about 70 pages long, and it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So I got a, a case of, it, of them today, and I'm, I just cringe at the fact that my garage is getting filled with these books and other pamphlets that are very helpful to people. And that's what we do. We go out, we educate, we educate, we educate, and we advocate because there's so many people that are being scammed. And that's one of the other things we do, is we talk to people and warn them about scammers. And when we hear of a report, we report that to one of our partners that actually is the Senior Medicare Patrol. And they report to CMS, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, when there is a potential fraud going on. And we've had series of those in St. Louis area. So, mm, um, yeah. yeah, and so people are getting phone calls, um, being approached, so we, we work on that. Yeah, I saw in your notes here
0: that, um, let's see, where did I see it? Okay, here it is. Um, do not provide Medicare number or social security numbers over the phone unless you are the person who has made the initial contact. That is correct. Because apparently that has been a scam.
1: And I received one of those calls the other day um, on my on my cell phone. And this gentleman wanted to have, he s- asked for my husband, so that was one indication since it's my cell phone. And he said he wanted to offer my husband and me a chance to have our DNA tested for cancer so they would be able to tell us if we were ever going to have cancer. Um, and I just wanted to find out more. And, and we played, we play, I played along. And he wanted my information. And my husband's first thing he asked was my husband's Social security number. And I really? said, if you have all that information, tell me and I can tell you if that's so. And he went on and on and he was, he got a little belligerent. And then after 10 minutes I decided, I don't want to talk to you anymore. So I hung up. Yeah. But that's what a lot of older adults are receiving every day. So um, the genetic testing is a scam. You have to get that test through your primary care physician. There's a new one that we heard about last week where people are being approached for heart, um, problem detection scam. Um, then there's the, your social security is been compromised. And so we want to make sure that people understand, don't give out your Medicare number, your social security number, your health insurance number. Unless you have called them first. Social Security does not call. Medicare does not call you unless you have initiated something. Okay.
0: You know, we could do a whole other show just on Medicare scams, right? Oh, yes.
1: Yeah. But unfortunately, we are um, out of time. How can people reach you, Wilma? Okay. They can call our 800 number, 800 390 3330. Or they can go to the Missouri Claim website, MissouriClaim.org. Terrific. Thank you so much. Thank you. And um thank you to all of our
0: listeners for tuning in to the Aging Answer Show, where we discuss tips, trends, and topics for the 65 plus crowd. If there's a topic you'd like us to discuss, let us know. I'm Gina March of the Mary Culver Home for Visually Impaired Women, and I've been your host today. Join us every Monday from 1 to 1.30 with a repeat broadcast on Fridays from 1.30 to 2. And thank you for listening to KWRHLP Radio 92.9 FM.